your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. John Wright, it is. Welcome into the program. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. It is a Friday. You finally made it to the end of the week. And I, Andy, it was a short week. Memorial Day was on Monday. Hey. Still tough for some, and it's great to have you along today as you get to kick off maybe the first weekend of the unofficial start to summer, I guess, as we get closer to the first weekend of June. Welcome in. This is The Voice Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country. Multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming and podcasting with downloads in all 50 states and beyond. And I'm telling you what, we're killing it there each and every month. So thank you for listening. Thank you for following us, downloading us, and and, uh, hopefully we'll get a radio market near you soon as well. Big show lined up today. $10 an hour or $10 a gallon gas. What? There are apparently gas stations in California that are trying to figure out how to change their marquees and their signs by the road because they didn't know how to post up a four-digit gas price with $10 in the double digit there. They didn't know how to do it. So, Joe Biden, well done, buddy. Well done. You have broken the system, essentially, to where now we have to get all new billboards for the gas stations to let us know how much it is to actually buy the gas in the system. We'll talk about that throughout the show today. Welcoming. Great to have you all over the social media platforms as well. Harland Ullman. He is a critic. He's an author as well. He'll be joining us at the bottom of the hour to talk about the latest out of Russia and the Ukraine. Russia, just a week or so ago, said that, hey, we have officially announced uh, a World War III declaration of war against the Ukraine. He's already as well with the military leaders said that we are in the middle of World War III. So is it really to that level? Have we actually escalated that level? Or is that just what they're hoping for? On the Russian side. So we'll get his update with Harland coming up at the bottom of the hour. But right now, I don't want to waste any time because we have two awesome guests today as we get into our What's Trending story. What's trending today? Super happy to have this guy back on as well. As you know, we've been following each week the different primary elections going on in each state. The last couple of weeks, we had Pennsylvania, we had Georgia, we had Florida, we had some other Ohio and Indiana. There's been some really great elections going on. Next week is a biggie. Because there is a movement I don't think I've seen in a very long time, or if ever, in my 33 years of living, in the few, what, 10, 20 years of following politics in any way, shape, or form, I don't think I've seen a movement like this. Is California going back red? What? What? There was a story we read just a couple of days ago of the potential Republican mayor that could win in the city of L.A., which totally blows my mind. We'll get into that one. But a guy running for the U.S. Senate out of the state of California, it boots on the ground seeing the movement and the energy in the state with them saying, you know what, I've compl- I'm done. I'm done with Governor Gavin Newsom. I'm done with the socialist left-wing progressive uh, activists and the political, uh, the political nuts that are on this side in the state of California. He's fighting it on the front row, in the front lines, and I'm happy to have him back on the program, James Bradley, candidate for U.S. Senate out of the state of California. James, how are you, brother? Great, Andy. Good to be back with you. It's amazing. Oh, it's great to have you on the show. First off, it's great to chat with you again. It is shocking to me, the fact that I'm hearing that L.A. could turn red with a Republican mayor because people are done with the craziness. I am shocked to hear. I mean, going. I know we're going into a primary election right now, but the general election, the Democrats being scared 
of trying to fill Kamala Harris's uh, Senate seat or what she used to carry in the Senate seat there that you're running for. This is big. Is California turning red? Oh, my God. Yeah, well, you know, we've all been praying <laughs> for this for some time. And I have to tell you, yes, now they're, they're reinstituting mask mandates. I think I really believe the progressive left have finally had it enough. Hey, let's breathe again. I think they part, they're finally catching on. Yeah, that is. It is wild that they're trying to re-implement this. So we're still battling. While Washington D.C. has got rid of the mask mandates, obviously, all the way back during the State of the Union address a few months ago from the Biden administration, there's we're still somehow and for some reason battling city ordinances and school boards on whether kids have to go into the classroom with masks. Is that still a battle going on in California right now? Oh, clearly yes, and of course we have monkeypox to to really kind of affect our elections. Okay, no one can show up in person anymore. Yeah. That's how they play the game. That's how they control the masses here in the state of California. We call it. We're now calling it commie California. Mm. Uh, well, and I can go deep down that rabbit hole, but let me just suffice it to say, we still have the fight, and more and more people are waking up to the reality. They're not woke anymore. They're awakened. Yeah. Oh, I like that. They are awakened. They are not woke because there is enough wokeness in California right now. I mean, come on. You got Hollywood. You have all the elites out there. There are enough woke people. Now we need people to awaken and start changing the tide. And uh, it is good to hear that California is starting to do that. But right now, you guys are getting the grunt of it right now. You're seeing nearly $10 gallons of gas is what they're anticipating in the state of California. I mean, as we mentioned, I guess there's entrepreneurship there because they got to build new signs for the gas stations to be able to carry four digits. Well, so much for small cottage businesses, right? <laughs> but <laughs> but I can tell you this right out because, you know, I, I'm right. I had this Jeep Grand Cherokee to, to fill that bad boy up. It's $150, Ugh. and it's going up. It's going up. But, you know, it, and I, I, I equate it to this. About a month ago, I had a discussion saying, hey, we have the increase in gas prices. But that would equate to one week of salary for a median income. Yeah. We're looking at two weeks' salary now to put gas in the tank to get to and from work and to just conduct your life. Is that insane, Andy? Yeah. Is there an agenda, do you think, there to drive people back to the social distancing, the isolation and from working from home? Because now that we don't have to worry about COVID, we're starting to see people want to go back into working from home because they just can't afford the gas. I I don't think it's a a consumer um, driven thing. This is purely a power play in the state of California. Hmm. If they can keep us under the thumb and on that control and power and fear, they can control anything they, get, they want to get away with. Where, uh, I'll give you an example. These are the vaccine mandates they're trying to pass into law, where the 12-year-olds can make their own medical decisions without the consent of a parent, uh, forcing uh, our law enforcement to enforce these mandates or these unconstitutional laws. If they don't, they, re- they, they don't receive funding. And you as a medical professional professional, could lose your license because you're not pushing these mandates. So that's what's happening in Sacramento. I have a team on the ground that's dealing with that, and we're putting them, putting their toes to the fire saying, you cannot practice medicine without a license. You cannot uh, subject our children to child abuse that you're trying to subject them to. And more importantly, you cannot control sheriffs that are duly elected. So we're, we're hitting it on the ground. We're hitting it hard. We're getting a lot of good response from those that are listening in. But, you know, we always have to face this big issue here in the state of California. Who controls the media? Mm. 
Who controls it? And all this great work that all this great work that we're doing never gets the light of day. Right. Not one. Yeah. But I did a great tour, and I'll just show you that I'll be really brief. I did a great tour in the state of California. I went out all the way up to Redding. That's very, one of the northern part of the state. These people have these patriot groups throughout the state of California. I think we're numbering almost 4,500 patriot groups that have seen this. They're active. They're making phone calls. They have their uh, endorsement list they're pushing out, most of which are kind of confusing. But that's the level of activism in the state of California. Yeah. I, I'm just so excited to see this. It really makes me proud to be a Californian again. Amen to that. We need to bring that uh, that excitement and that uh, emotion back to California because there's been so many that are just like, oh, yeah, I got to live in California. They try to brush that off. So it's good to see people actually excited and proud to be from California again and try to represent that way. You mentioned voter fraud before. You mentioned some of the uh, some of the ballot stuff. We're going into primary day on Tuesday next week. The last few days, people gearing up, doing some of the early voting, dropping in the mailboxes. I mean, is there a concern of the fraud? And what do you predict going into Election Day on Tuesday? Well, there's always a concern of fraud or irregularities. We like to call it irregularities here in California until That's we right. can prove fraud in the state. Right. So uh, the biggest concern is mail-in ballots, and and that the chain of custody is the biggest issue. Um, I'm trending every day or checking the trends. I just got off a phone call with the Orange County uh, Registrar. They only have 12.8% of the mail-in ballots that have been returned. So very low turnout to this far. We've been sending out the message, vote in person. Mm-hmm. Vote in person. Don't deal with that chain of custody issue. Make sure that someone hasn't voted in your place already. And if they have, by the way, you have the evidence in your hand with that mail-in ballot saying, I, I want to talk to a super- supervisor. So what we've been doing is we've been collecting evidence, incident reports that we'll be using in, in evidence once we get in past the court of appeals. By the way, I'm a lead plaintiff in a, a lawsuit here to clean up our elections. We have enough evidence to go to the, the panel of three judges, two of which are hopefully will be the Trump-appointed judges, and we'll have enough to go in and say, all right, game on, go back into the lower court, we're going to open up the kimono, we're going to look at Dominion System, Smartmatic, Diabol, and we're going to get to the real evidence. So it is happening is once again. And the unfortunate thing, Andy, is I feel this really, I feel really bad for my progressive liberal friends they're they're in the stockholm syndrome they're mm-hmm. defending the captors and how do i get them from that point to breathing air feel free again and express who you are but it's all being controlled at this time once again what we experienced during covid once again now it's monkeypox or low uh, long covid well, they've loved to focus on the control that way. You're right. Breathe in some fresh air. Take off the mask. Take a deep breath and just enjoy life for just a minute. I mean, we've seen some of the craziness coming out of California, and they just won't stop. We saw the uh, the bill that was released from the state government there regarding the uh, potential segregation again of reparation payments to the black communities and segregated schools again. I mean, this is the agenda the extreme left progressives are pushing Exposing, by the way, their racism and their bigotry and their their identity politics they love to play at. But I don't think even moderate Democrats in California are going for this type of agenda. Yeah, I've seen that, too. But that's just one of the many insane bills we're trying to pass. But by the way, Gruesome Newsome will ratify them because mm. we know what their plan is. But, uh, you know, how do you do that? I'm, I'm, I'm a black Irishman. 
I mean, I'm physically black, but I'm a, technically a black Irish. Could I ask for those reparations as well? <laughs> How dare Please. you? How dare you? Yeah, it's it's not about that. See, and I wonder, how do you decide who's going to get it or not? Is it based on ratio? Is it based on the uh, the amount of tan that you actually have? I don't understand how reparations work. Well, you know, I'm sure they'll, be, they'll find some informative action clause to play in that. But, you know, I really don't know how they're going to spin this. I really haven't looked at the bill, to be honest. But, you know, listen to this. This is another bill they're dropping. Uh, you know, they're trying to make California the abortion capital or sanctuary state. Yeah. This tears at my heart. This is that AB uh, 2223. I've been fiercely against this because, hey, yeah, we, we may have differences. The pro-life movement is alive and well out here, but we also have the, the pro-choice movement. The pro-choice movement, which is the extreme left, has been dominating the narrative, and I, I'm pushing back and say, listen, you know, we, let's, let, you know, the life of the mother, we'll have that discussion. Yeah. But 28 days outside the womb, that's murder. That is infanticide, and we're going to put an end to it. So that's, that's what's happening in the, in the crazy golden state we're trying to make again, the golden state of California. Yeah. Amen so to that. we're fighting this in Sacramento. Amen to that. James, we got to take a hard break here. Can you stick over one more segment with us? Awesome. Appreciate it. James Bradley. BradleySenate.com is the website. Go and check it out. Go see his platform. Donate to him for the last couple of days for the campaign. We'll talk some more about that when we come back here right around the corner for a Friday here on The Voice Reason. Stay here. With Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. 
This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching, listening to the program. We appreciate you very much. Always love it. Wrapping up the week here. we got a few minutes left with James Bradley. BradleySenate.com is the website. Go and check him out. Throw some money that way. Let's get the campaign the last few little bit that you can going into the primary on Tuesday. Next week, primaries in the state of California. Can you imagine? By the way, for those that remember, too, all the way back a few months ago, when it all happened, you know, towards the end of the year, the whole pulling out of Afghanistan and everything, James is one of uh, the great individuals that was trying to help a lot of the refugees get out of Afghanistan that, you know, we just deserted. It was like, hey, good luck. Hope things are well. And uh, we haven't talked a whole lot about that since then. But, James, how is that? Are you still working on that? Or is are those operations about over? But what's the status on trying to get people out of there? Yes, we actually diverted some of our resources to help uh, in uh, in the Ukraine. Yeah. But yeah, we still have we're still hit, really hitting a lot of walls with Lincoln and uh, the the Biden administration. But we we actually did pretty good. We moved about forty four thousand four hundred fifty families out of Afghanistan into safe areas, wow. and we're still working. We still have our boots in the ground. Still working at it. We got Taliban too doubling their efforts going house to house to do um, executions right in front of the family members. This is pretty sad what's happening. And it's all done. The blood the, the blood is on his hand. That's Biden, yeah. the betrayer. Amen to that. Well, God bless you guys for that. 400 families is absolutely phenomenal to get out of Afghanistan like that. I mean, just the fact that the Biden administration just said, hey, thanks, but we're pulling out and good luck with you. Thanks for all the help over the last 20 years with the conflict that we've had. We appreciate that. We're on the way out and you can figure it out yourself. Like it blew my mind when we came down with that decision. Oh, yeah. I mean, still to this day, they're trying to bury the story. And here we are. I have, I have progressive Hollywood progressives working with me on this, trying to, hey, let's get it back in the news cycle. Yeah. Nope, sorry, we do what went on here, but that's, that's, that's uh, old news. But, you know, meanwhile, people die, and I, I just can't see that. I'm, I'm a Coast Guard vet. Hey, by the way, General Flynn, if you're listening, thank you for your endorsement. He mm-hmm. is one of my key advisors, by the way, trying to clean the communism out of California. So we have the right staff on, on, on the point here, the point of the spear. Yeah. So, yeah, amen to that. Yeah, last time we had you on was right after the endorsement from General Flynn uh, that endorsed your campaign going into the primaries, and I'm sure that that gave a major boost. There's a lot of big followers of General Flynn, and uh, that's I think that's going to do well going into a primary next week. Are you feeling confident? I mean, it's uh, obviously we've talked about a lot of the energy on the ground, but just in the last here minute, minute and a half, how is the campaign and uh, final words going into primary date on Tuesday next week? We're going very strong. We're pulling very, very strong. For the last eight months, we've been number two in the polls. So it's looking good, but, you know, they always throw these little uh, sidewinders at you. So we're, we're engaged. We're doing the guerrilla marketing as we speak. We're getting the message out there. We did over uh, up to about 3 million, 3 million emails we sent out over the last two weeks. Wow. So we're getting out there, getting the name out there. We're getting in front of the press. And thank you, by the way, giving me an opportunity to speak to my, my brothers and sisters there in Wichita. So I love you all. Don't worry about it. We gotta, we're going to clean up the mess here in California. If you want to send some money my way, you know the price of gas is going up to $10 a gallon. I can certainly use it at this point. <laughs> yeah, you got to travel a big state to go and talk to constituents out there. So any little bit helps, especially. Uh, BradleySenate.com is the website. Go and check it out. Candidate for U.S. Senate in the state of California. Let's turn 
California red the way that it needs to be. And if we do that, that just shows the absolute weakness from the Democrat side of the aisle. So, James, good luck to you, my friend. It's always great talking to you. Hopefully we can talk to you again here soon as a Republican candidate going into the general election as well. But good luck on the campaign trail. We'll be talking again here real soon. Thank you, Andy. Hey, appreciate, appreciate it, Hey, appreciate Bye. that very, very much. And yeah, uh, we have a lot of listeners out in California for the podcast. No radio stations out there yet, but a lot of podcast listeners out in California. So if you guys are out there and hearing that, you know kind of the messaging that uh, he's had out there going into campaign season. So we love it. We appreciate that very much. We'll take a bottom of the hour break right around the corner. Harland Allman will shift gears a little bit, talk about Russia and the Ukraine. What's the latest there and his take on it as an author and as a critic. We'll get to that and more here on The Voice Reason for a Friday. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Halfway through the program already. Flies right on by. Fastest hour of radio on, well, radio. Multiple radio stations, plus the TV stations, live streaming and podcasting all over the place. Thanks for hanging out today. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation. Do want to give a shout-out, though, locally. It's obviously based out of Wichita, Kansas. is our flagship station, but we're on stations outside of kansas and elsewhere as well podcast downloads in all 50 states so no matter where you're listening but i got to give a shout out there's an organization called the pachyderm club that is a i think it's an organization nationwide but they just have chapters all over kansas and wichita here where i'm at has one of the larger chapters of the country and uh every friday they have a lunch in and got to bring speakers in every week and and uh, got the honor to speak at that today here in the wichita area as uh, I get to speak there, I don't know, about once a year or so. So it was a great honor there, great turnout, a lot of fun. So appreciate those guys uh, wanting to bring me out and get my crazy thoughts on elections and politics and current events and all that stuff. So uh, definitely a fun day today, and we appreciate that very much. Also, programming note for you, if you want to sign up for our newsletter, completely free, it comes out at the beginning of every month. Our newsletter for June is coming out on Monday. So if you've not signed up yet, go to the website, whosyourreason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R. No, Ian Hoosier, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason.com. As soon as you uh, go to the website, it'll pop up and say, do you want to become a Hoosier-holic? You're like, yeah, I kind of do. Totally free. 
We don't spam you and send you a whole bunch of emails. Literally, it's a once-a-month newsletter with our monthly blog that has some guests that we've had on the program, that has some hoorah, feel good for the new month, has some uh, civic holidays coming up for the new month, along with news for both the show and our Hoosier Media Network and what we're doing there as well. So lots of really cool stuff. Go and check it out. We get new people signing up for it each month, and we appreciate that very, very much. We love you guys to death. So with all that said, let's shift gears a little bit and get into our latest in What's Trending. What's trending today? I am concerned with the ongoing conflict. I think we've, I saw a headline that we've officially hit 100 days with the conflict between Russia and the Ukraine. They thought it was going to be over in like four days. The Russians did. Thought that they'd just walk in, the individuals in the Ukraine would be like, hey, thanks for coming and saving us for our crazy utopian governments. And <laughs> that didn't quite happen as the majority of the citizens in the Ukraine are fighting tooth and nail to try and preserve their nation. We've had a lot of indiv- individuals on from the Ukraine talking about the politics there and kind of the uh, just the mindset of Ukrainians and how strong they are. But watching it politically, now we're into massively high gas prices, which if you are on the live streams or you want to email me at Hoosier Media Network at gmail.com, let me know the gas prices in your area. I just saw Michigan, five and a half dollars. What? Five and a half. We just broke four dollars here in Kansas at like 420, 425, I think, 430-ish. I don't know. Uh, I, I filled up a couple days ago, and that's what it was here. We're expecting to hit like $5 by 4th of July. They say even in the heartland here in Kansas, $6 gallons of gas. That's insanity. As we mentioned in California, near $10 gallons of gas. Why? Well, it's not necessarily Russia and the Ukraine, but Biden says that it is because it's all Russia's fault which obviously Russia has a lot of issues. Is they Are they the ones raising gas prices? That's an interesting say. Also, the food shortage now ongoing with Ukraine, unable to ship out and export a lot of their grains as they are the breadbasket of Europe. This conflict has caused disaster all over the globe. And what the heck do we do about it and where are we at right now? Excited to have on the program with us here. He is the chair of the uh, Kilowin Group as he advises uh, leaders all over. His latest opinion piece is Turkey. Uh, it's uh, the hill.com is Turkey, the new geostrategic center of gravity. Also, his latest book that came out a few months ago, The Fifth Horseman and the New Mad. Excited to have on the program here with us, Mr. Harland Ullman. Harland, how are you, my friend? Uh, nice to be with you. Yeah, it is great to have you on the program with us here. You've been f- paying a lot of attention to the Russia Ukrainian issue right now. Are we getting any better? Do we see an end in sight here with this conflict? No. Uh, and I think that we're over-enthusiastic about the heroic resistance of the Ukrainians. Mm. Uh, the Russians are a much, much larger country. Uh, they're going to persist, and things are not going well in Ukraine, unfortunately. Um, in my book, The Fifth Horseman and um, the New Mad, Massive Attacks of Destruction, what we don't understand is the inadvertent and unintended consequences of this war. Uh, there are at least two major ones. First, this is leading to global starvation. Hundreds of millions of billions are going to suffer simply because the exports of wheat and grain from Ukraine yeah. are not going to be available. And second, as you will know and your listeners will know, Sweden and Finland want to join NATO, but Turkey has raised huge questions. And so inadvertently, the conflict in Ukraine has spread globally to hunger and directly to NATO as to whether or not the accession of Finland and Sweden is possible. And under the current circumstances, that could disrupt the alliance. So these are extraordinarily disruptive times for what people don't understand. And COVID is the best example. COVID has killed um, about a million Americans or more. 
That's more than every American who was killed in combat since 1775. Mm. And we do not appreciate these hugely disruptive situations that are affecting us. Uh, in Kansas, I'm sure that weather is a huge issue. In the West Coast, Colorado River is now becoming the Colorado um, Creek. Yeah. And so climate change and weather are becoming hugely, hugely important here. And we do not understand the comprehensive danger that uh, is facing us. We look at things, we look at the horrible school shooting in Texas. We look at inflation, gasoline prices. I'm old enough to remember when, after the uh, 1973 Arab-Israeli war, gasoline went up to a dollar a gallon. Everybody was hugely concerned. <laughs> now it's six bucks a gallon. These are individual issues, which, of course, are very important. In the larger context, as I lay out in the book, we are being threatened by these massive attacks of disruption that attack the Constitution and failed and failing government, in which government is incapable of coming to address the gun problem, the immigration problem, the inflation problem, the uh, immigration problem. You name all these kinds of issues. That's where we are. And the book says we are in trouble and we have to fix it, and it lays out ways to determine how we can make life safer and more secure and more prosperous for Americans. If only people read this and take the call for action. Otherwise, I'm afraid, Andy, we're on the wrong trajectory. Well, you're absolutely right. We have to take that local activism at our front door and actually do it ourselves because we have put too much trust in the government. They've wanted it to be that way, hasn't it? During shootings, during disasters, it's always government do something for us, and then they pass a bill. It's a feel-good bill that doesn't do anything, but at least we did something. We feel better. We go about our day again until it happens again, and then, oh, government, do something. And we've gone from a zero-fourth branch bureaucratic state to now the bureaucratic state that runs everything in Washington, D.C., and they're not going to be the answer to our problems. We're going to have to you know, buckle down and just do it ourselves. Well, it's not just Washington. Look, I think the rot began on, October, on August 7th, 1964, with the Gulf of Tonkin Resolution that was passed by with only two dissenting votes in both houses of Congress that got us into the Vietnam War on the, fourth, on, on the false notion that North Vietnamese PT boats had attacked two U.S. Navy destroyers, which did not happen. At that stage, 75% or more of the American public trusted institutions and the U.S. government. How many Americans today trust the U.S. government or trust the media (laughs) or trust, you name it? There are very, very few institutions, the clergy, you name it, media. Nobody trusts anybody anymore. And we have to reverse that. And unless we do... Standards of living are going to decline, and the American dream is going to be increasingly elusive. This is a huge warning. This is destructive. This is not quite 1860 before the Civil War, but America is in trouble. And the book sounds the alarm and says, look, we can fix it. We can fix this if we are smart, if we are civil, and we can talk to each other. And the problem is we are not civil, and we refuse to talk to each other. And your point about Washington is absolutely correct. I would hope Joe Biden would take members of Congress from both branches and go to Camp David or any place else, lock the door until they came out with several agreements on how we can return the country in the right direction. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's what's needed, because otherwise it's not going to affect me because I'm relatively old. It may not affect you, 
but it's going to affect your children, grandchildren, and future generations. And America of the future, unless we change course, is not going to be America of the past. And that is a tragedy. Yeah. Amen to that. I mean, you're absolutely right. That's how we got our Constitutional Convention, where we went from the Articles Convention to a Constitution. That's also how we came up with our great compromise in history as well, is like you said, putting everybody in there, locking the doors, getting rid of the political BS where they can use the media to try and hype up and go to the extremes and ideological arguments and just say, we have some serious issues and we cannot leave until we're going to fix those. I don't see that happening right now anytime soon, which means we're in a deep load of you-know-what. It's Harlan Allman, The Fifth Horseman, and The New Mad is the book. Go and check it out. You can see it on Amazon and other places as well. we got just about a minute before the break here, but Russia came out with a statement just in this last week saying that we are in World War III and that they have officially declared war against Ukraine. Are we in a world war, and do you think it's going to get worse before it gets better? We're not in a world war. Uh my critique of the administration is they did not do enough quickly enough. And unfortunately, the Russians are at this stage are going to win, or at least are in the winning position. Mm. My point is here, uh, we have to reject all this Russian propaganda. Putin is not going to use nuclear weapons. We cannot be cowed. We have to stand up. And I would just hope that the administration will be able to send more equipment more quickly to Ukraine. But what is needed is a diplomatic solution, and that diplomatic solution is going to lead to a Ukraine that's not as whole and free as it once was, but it may stop the violence. And the reason that is important is that we do not want this war to escalate. And more importantly, we do not want to create the starvation that's going to occur simply because Ukraine, a death support, is being cut off. That is the key issue here. That's sad. It's Harlan Ullman, the fifth horseman and the new mad. Go check out the book. Go see what's going on and what we can do to fix some of these issues. Harlan, I appreciate the time very much, my friend. Great to have you on. Let's do it again soon. Bye-bye. Hey, appreciate that very much. All right, we'll take a break. Wrap up the show today for a Friday. Stay here on The Voice of Reason. Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com.
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Welcome into the show. Last few minutes of the program for a Friday. It goes by way too fast. Good golly. We need three, four hours of this program. I feel like, who is it, Alex Jones that has the four-hour program every day? Like, that's a lot of radio. But, man, with how much stuff's out there, we could <laughs> we could totally use the time. Uh, thanks again to Harlan Ullman coming on the program and the Fifth Horseman, his book. Go and check it out. And we appreciate his time. We'll get him back on the show again soon. That's an interesting point that he made about how, you know what, as much as Ukraine has been able to fight off Russia, we have seen now that Russia technically owns and holds near 20% of the country of the Ukraine, not uh, kind of on the borders around there. Not anything substantial yet, but how much longer can they hold on as we continue to see this war? I don't want to see any more. People die from this war in this conflict. I don't want to see Russians continue to attack here. I don't want to see the Ukrainians uh, Ukrainians fighting tooth and nail to fight. And as Harlan said, the only way to stop this is going to be negotiation. How do you negotiate and how do you come to the table and how do you have a rational conversation with a crazy man like Vladimir Putin, who's a KGB, former Soviet communist, wanting to unite and reunite the Soviet Union. How do you do that? They have one agenda. There is no negotiating with terrorists. There is no negotiating with someone like that. They want Ukraine. At the same time, he doesn't want NATO on his border. So Sweden and Finland that wants to join NATO now, that's going to cause some issues on that front as well. I don't know how you negotiate with somebody like that. Now me, I'm a go-along, get-along guy trying to keep the peace because I don't like to be ruffled up and I don't like to ruffle a whole lot of people's feathers. <laughs> I'm on politics and political talk radio. You don't like you don't think I like to ruffle feathers and poke the bear at times. But overall, if you know me behind the scenes, I'm a go lucky kind of guy. Let's resolve this. We can figure something out. Why do we have to be fighting and bickering and arguing all the time? That's just the kind of guy I am. In my logical, sensical brain is like, hey, let's find a way to stop this. But how do you? How do you negotiate with a guy who knows what he wants and will not back down? And then when he doesn't get what he wants, he cranks up the dial a little bit more. He takes it into uh, into another extreme. He's threatened nuclear weapons. He's rebuilding the army and about ready to surge back into the country again little by little and uh, with a more tactic, uh, tactful mentality. What do you do with that? The conversation that we need to be having that our Secretary of State Blinken needs to be having, which he's not right now because we're not hearing anything about Blinken at all. Hey, Blinken, did you say Abe Lincoln? No, I say Abe Lincoln. I said, hey, Blinken. <laughs> the reference to any cheesy movie, if anybody remembers that one. But uh, that's the conversation we need to be having. Instead, the Democrats are in full-on campaign mode. They don't care about Ukraine any longer. We're not seeing the whole support Ukraine any longer. We're not seeing them try to put more sanctions onto Russia, which it is June now, which means a lot of the banking regulations and sanctions that we put onto Russia back in March, they're 
just starting to take effect now. Three months later, they're now starting to take effect. And you don't think the Russian government knew about these sanctions and prepared for them to where when they did take effect, they weren't going to deal with them or harm them or hit them a whole lot. And you wonder what side the Biden administration's on. We support Ukraine, but we're going to put the slap down onto Russia. But by the way, you got three months to negotiate and kind of work things around. So by the time they come into effect, they don't hit you as much because we're giving you a three-month warning on this stuff. That's how loony that we are right now on this. While they go into campaign mode, look at this. 390,000 jobs created for the month of May as jobs continue to increase in the country. That's what they try to hype up because they have nothing else to campaign on. So they look at the job growth when we're only just getting back to the normal pre-COVID-19. The job growth that we've seen in the nation, hey, we created 6 million jobs. No, you didn't. You didn't create 6 million jobs. You just allowed 6 million people to get back to work and actually just do their normal grind. 390,000, it was higher than the expected 328,000. So to Democrats and to the Biden administration, that's a win for them. Payrolls rose 390,000 new jobs for the month of May as unemployment stays stagnant, which I find hilarious. The unemployment rate held at 3.6%. So more people came from not in the workforce to the workforce, but the unemployment rate didn't change. Does anybody see anything wrong with that picture in any way, shape, or form? That means that the unemployment rate is completely messed up because we're not counting the proper people. That means anybody within the age range that should be working that's not in the workforce should be in the unemployment rate. Not just those who are qualifying for it or ran out because they can't qualify any longer that they only qualify. They'd be like, look at that, the number went down. I can't get anymore. Well, too bad for you. The number went down, so we're doing something good. The games of politics, and I know you're sick and tired of it, we're not focused on Ukraine anymore. They're not waving the Ukrainian flag, wanting to support them any longer, trying to fight the communists, because now when the rubber meets the road and the Democrats could be doing something by laying more sanctions onto Russia that actually mean and do something, we're not. So they focus on jobs and payrolls that don't mean anything because the economy is still not back to where it was prior to COVID. That does it for us today. Back at it on Monday. Until then, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.